What does the word freedom mean to you? Only you can define it in your life and only you can decide to build the life of freedom and fulfillment you deserve. This is Freedom Mindset Radio. I'm your host, Kurt Mercadante, and we're grateful you're here. You want to know what two of the easiest things in the world to do? Well, the first thing is just to sit on that proverbial couch of life, not get up, not work for freedom and fulfillment, cross your arms, blame everything on external circumstance and not move forward. Marinate in your BS, marinate without overcoming or even trying to overcome your inertia. That's one thing. That's damn easy. It's not fulfilling, but it's easy. You know what else is easy? To take massive, unfocused action without a guiding star, without a target, throwing enough shit against the wall in the hopes that you'll find a target by going that way. Now, you may find that target, but more often than not, you may take yourself sailing right off a cliff. But you know what's hard? Doing the hard work. Perhaps it's the most important first piece of massive action you should take working hard to define that clear vision for your life, that guiding star, that whether you die in two minutes or 20 years, you have that life of freedom and fulfillment from which all actions stem. Now, we talk about this in today's episode, which is a sneak preview into a three-part accelerator that I've done. And next week, the archive footage of this training series is going to be up in the Freedom Club community. You can join that community right now by going to freedomclubnow.com. It's just $19.99 a month. You get access to this three-part 2020 vision training. In addition to my entire and growing encyclopedia of training videos and content, our private Slack community, all that and more if you go to freedomclubnow.com. Now, guess what? Even if you don't join, you're going to get a ton of value out of today's episode to learn why it's so very important to define that guiding star, to define that destination in your life, to define that vision that pairs your purpose with the impact you want to have on the world. You want to get started? Listen to today's episode and then go to freedomclubnow.com. Join the Freedom Club community. Get the entire video training series for just $19.99 per month. Without further ado, here's today's episode to help you on the path to defining your life vision. So the Reverend Robert Schuler, who I used to see on Sunday mornings growing up, I think it was the, the Crystal Cathedral, right? Well, he had a quote that has stuck with me my entire life, and his quote was so simple yet so powerful. What would you do if you knew you could not fail? Now, fear is an interesting thing. I've had people come to me who did things that I couldn't even imagine myself doing, maybe in the theater of war, things physical. I got interviewed yesterday by a professional kiteboarder. You know, I'm terrified of high tell. I'm terrified of spiders too. Those are the two things I'm fearful of, right? And I think about going skydiving or I think about doing a ropes course and I have that fear. But what if I knew I could not fail? What if I knew I won't fall? What if I knew if I fell, I'd bounce off the ground and get right back on that ropes course? What if I knew I was invincible? I had immortality. Whatever it is that's holding you back, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? Now we're going to come back to this and this is going to be part of your activity for the next week. But stemming from this, what would you do if you knew you you could not fail? I'm not going to get too scientific on you, but the first law of thermodynamics 
energy can neither be created nor destroyed. I'm going to repeat that. Energy can neither be created nor destroyed. Well, guess what? Each and every one of us is made up of energy. Now, we're energy that has turned into matter, but guess what? Matter can't create energy. Energy turns into matter. You can change the form of the energy, but you cannot destroy it. You and I, we are energy. Yes, someday our physical bodies will cease to exist. We'll go into the ground. We'll turn to ash, whatever it is. And whether you believe in heaven, I happen to believe in heaven. Whether you believe in heaven or not, let's talk about natural law. Let's talk about science. And the fact of the matter is you will not be destroyed. Your body may be destroyed. Maybe it's your consciousness, whatever it is, you will live on in the form of energy. So no matter what the world throws at you, no matter what happens today in your business life, no matter who cuts you off in traffic today, no matter if you get the flu tomorrow, you stub your toe on Thursday, whatever the hell it is, you cannot be destroyed. So when you think about this, you absolutely cannot fail. How do you define success in failure? Because everything that happens, I want you to think about the vastness of the universe right now. And then I want you to bring it down to subatomic. I want you to go within that atom. You know what an atom is made up of? Mostly nothing. There's the quantum field within that atom. Now, I want you to think again about the vastness of the universe. And then I want you to think about that problem in your life that you think is so very important. How are you defining success? How are you defining failure? Does the fear of failure, does the fear of being destroyed hold you back from doing what you want to do? Hell, does it hold you back from even writing down on a piece of paper of defining what you want to do? Because I know for so many people, even doing that is a seemingly insurmountable massive action. Why? Because the minute you say something out loud, the minute you write down something on paper, it becomes real. And when it becomes real, what does that mean? It means you're going to have to now take other actions to make it happen. Or when it becomes real, it means that you're admitting to yourself that what you've been doing this entire time hasn't been working. And yes, if you have that emotion attached to the memory, that's hard. It's hard to admit failure. But here's the deal. You will not fail. Take away that emotion and it turns into wisdom. You may try something today and it doesn't turn out like you like. You can curl up in the fetal position. You can let emotion take over. You can let those garbage thoughts turn into garbage emotions. And then what happens? You get garbage results because that emotion will overtake you and you will never try it again. Or you could be like Thomas Edison who separated his emotions from his memories. And when he failed on his thousandth try, he said, no, I've just learned 999 ways not to do things. And along the way, some of the things he learned, I think he had over 10,000 patents, something like that. He was able to separate the emotion from the memory. Can you? Because your notion of failure likely is dictated simply by your emotions, not by something that is actually real. You cannot fail. Yes, if you're going to go jump off a cliff without a parachute, you're going to hit the ground. Your physical body is going to die, but you will not be destroyed.
your energy. You can be created, neither created nor destroyed. And that may sound metaphysical to you, but I urge you to repeat it to yourself every single day. It's something I do in my affirmations every day, and it makes me feel powerful. It makes me realize that my shitty little problems today and the vastness of the universe don't amount to anything because I'm going to define myself by the vision of the future. And if I did something yesterday that didn't turn out like I wanted, I'm going to separate out the emotion, take the memory, and use it to learn and create something better tomorrow because within the quantum field that has been given to us, we are creators. You can create any life you want. If you can think it, you can create it. But you got to think it first. This is where vision comes into play because if you haven't thought about that vision, if you haven't let that vision define you, that vision of the future, you will never get there. Those thoughts, remember, turn into feelings which turn into emotions which turn into actions, which turn into results. If you don't think about that vision, you will never result in that vision. Now, I want to finish with something that may seem sad. It may seem a little macabre to you, but I want you to envision it as empowering. Now, the older I get, the more uncomfortable, it's probably because the process of flying, especially here in the United States, has become so horrible. When you think about the things in the world that have gotten better, technology, customer service over the last 50 years, the one thing, other than our schooling system, but that's a separate, that's a separate matter, the one thing that's gotten worse is air travel. Whether it's TSA, security, the quality of the people serving you on the planes, the quality of the planes themselves, it's gotten worse. I don't know if that contributes to it, but I used to love flying. As I get older, I begin to get a little fearful. That emotion takes over, probably because I've been programmed from watching the news for so many years to believe that every plane I get on is going to go down. Because remember, part of the programming is the news media is society making you believe that planes are dangerous, right? Anyways, one of the things I've begun doing on planes is using it as an empowering thought. As we take off, a thought may enter my mind. What if this plane goes down? I'll never see my wife again. I'll never see my kids again. And you have that thought of what is it that I really wanted to have accomplished? You know, there's some saying, there's some Christian prayers having to do with the fact that stop focusing on trying to build a happy life. Focus on building a happy death. Now, that may sound weird, it may sound bad, it may sound sad, but it's incredibly empowering. If you were on a plane that was about to go on, what is the last thing that's going to pop into your mind? Are you going to feel like you have an incomplete life, an unfulfilled life? Is the last thing you think, wow, I never told my wife, my significant other, my partner, my husband, how much I love them. I never spent enough time with my kids. I spent so much time fearful and defining myself by memories of the past that I never created what I really wanted. Then, as you are about to face death, are you finally going to give yourself permission to admit what you wanted in the future then and only then because then it, to you it won't matter as much? First of all, why are you going to wait until that moment to start defining yourself by a vision for the future? Secondly, this is going to be one of the activities today. I want you to put yourself in that position. I want you to imagine you're on a plane that is going down. You've been told it's going to crash. What are the fulfilling thoughts that you want to go through your head when you tell yourself, I'm ready, it's okay? 
My relationships are excellent. The people I love and who love me, we know it. We've had a wonderful time together. Yeah, there's some things we wanted to do, but all in all, the time I've had on this earth, whether it's 20 years, whether it's 10 years, whether it's 30 years, whether it's 60 years, has been a good one. I've left a fulfilling life. I've had an impact on the world. I've spent my life fulfilling my purpose. Or are you going to keep kicking the can down the road saying, I've set a deadline for May. Nope, now it's for August. Nope, now it's for January. I keep letting fear. I keep letting memories of the past. I keep letting the fear that I will fail, that I will be destroyed, keeping me from defining my vision so I can jump through it. And I've kept kicking the can and delaying and delaying and delaying. And now here I am on this plane. It's about to go down and I have a life unfulfilled. So many things I wanted to do. You can either look at this as sad, as macabre, as a downer, or you can look at it as goddamn empowering and saying, I will not put myself in that position, whether it's a plane, whether it's a hurricane, whether it's a tornado, whether it's getting hit by a truck tomorrow, whatever the hell it is. Maybe some of you know people who have been afflicted with cancer. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't do all the things I wanted to do in my life. I have a friend who three years ago, around the holidays, it's actually in, I think, the end of November, felt a bad back pain, debilitating back pain. Had to sleep on the floor, it hurt so bad. Figured he threw his back out, let it go for a little bit. Finally went to the doctor, they took an x-ray. He had bone cancer, it was in his bones. They gave him six weeks to live. Six weeks to live. He made it through Christmas and shortly thereafter passed away. And I remember seeing the, the Facebook picture on Facebook with him and his family. He was a bigger guy and had wasted away to nothing. And I remember what he posted on Facebook, which was, I'm so happy right now, surrounded with the ones I've loved. I've lived a fulfilling life, a happy life. I'm ready. I'm ready. Can you say the same thing? Whether you have six months or you're on that airplane and you have six minutes to live, or are you going to say in those final moments of your life, I have a life unfulfilled because I never did the hard work of defining what the hell I wanted to do. I was given this life by God. I was given these gifts. I was given these talents. I was given the ability to create. And what did I do with them? Nothing, because I defined myself by a vision of the past in which emotions attached themselves to memory and I never moved forward. Hey, what's up, fellow freedom fighters? Listen, are you in operations in the C-suite and human resources? Hell, are you anyone who's interested in building a team of superheroes? Well, guess what? I got a treat for you. We launched my latest podcast. It's called Team of Superheroes. We talk about employee engagement. We talk about leadership. You know what? Instead of putting warm butts in seats and trying to engage them... Our podcast teaches you how and empowers you to empower your individual team members to unleash their unique superpowers, to achieve key outcomes. They're more fulfilled, which means they're more engaged, which means they're more productive, which means they and you are more profitable. Go and check out the Team of Superheroes podcast here on iTunes, Google, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll see you over there.